Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create and grow income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Are you tired of trading your time for money? Do you desire freedom today instead of retirement in 10, 20, or 30 years? I'm MC Lobsher, and this is the Cashflow Ninja. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobsher here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today. In today's show, we're going to look at how to build a seven-figure side hustle without quitting your full-time job. My guest in this episode is Sean Patel. Sean is the founder of Prep Expert Test Preparation, Clearhead Digital Marketing, and he is the winner of a Shark Tank deal with billionaire Mark Cuban. If you've not checked out my new podcast, Cashflow Investing Secrets, I would highly recommend it. It's a shorter show, 10 minutes or less, where I share one concept and or idea at a time, what I've learned from interviewing over 500 Cashflow Ninjas. You can listen to the show on your favorite podcast, video, and live streaming platforms. We've also uh, got an investment group and community for accredited investors. If you're interested to join the group, please visit CashflowNinjaInvestorsNetwork.com. And you can also join us on Facebook by going to Facebook and searching Cashflow Ninja Community. Savvy investors know that in order for the miracle of compounding interest to work, it's magic, you have to be constantly invested in all stages of the economic cycle. So the question then becomes, how do you find solid investments when the stock market is close to all-time highs and everything else just seems so inflated? That's where our friends at ASIM Capital come in. Since 2011, ASIM has helped more than 300 accredited investors allocate more than $25 million to mobile home parks, self-storage, and workforce housing due to their ability to perform well during economic recessions. If you're interested in learning more, head on over to asymcapital.com. That's A-S-Y-M capital.com to get instant access to their investment offerings. MC Lobsher, the creator of the Cashflow Ninja and Cashflow Coach at Producers Wealth, where we help our clients integrate infinite banking with their business and investments. To learn how you can create your own banking system to turbocharge your investments and business in 30 days or less, go to yourownbankingsystem.com. That's yourownbankingsystem.com. Sean, welcome to the show. Hi, MC. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, super excited to have you on. Uh, you have been involved in quite a number of things um, and excited to jump into our topic for today. I think um, our listeners are going to find this very valuable. But Sean, before we get started, can you share a little bit about your background and journey with my listeners? Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, I think I'm here today because I've been able to be a relatively successful entrepreneur. But what's really special about my entrepreneurial journey is that I've been able to start businesses and have some success with them without quitting uh, school or my full-time job. And so I've really been able to build sort of these seven-figure businesses without quitting my full-time job or without quitting full-time school. And so I'll tell you a little bit about you know how I got there. Basically, I stumbled onto entrepreneurship. You know, I really never planned to be an entrepreneur. Uh, you know, my plan was always actually to be a physician, and I'm still actually a physician in dermatology today. And, you know, 
when I was going to school to become a physician in college, I, you know, I was in the United States and I had done really well on the college admissions exam to the United States, which was the SAT. I ended up getting a uh, raising actually my, my average score to a perfect score by self-studying for the exam. And that completely changed my life, completely changed the opportunities I had. You know, I got uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars in university scholarships. I got into some great universities in the United States, and I even got to meet the president of the United States all because of my test score. And so, you know, that's when I decided that, you know, I had some really interesting strategies, techniques, and tips to ace the exam. And I'd love to help other students change their scores uh, and ultimately change their lives the way that I did. And so, you know, what I did was I put together a course. It's called Prep Expert, and we still have it today, but it's based on the curriculum that I had written in order to improve my own score from average to perfect on the SAT. And so, you know, I put together this course, I was able to grow the business from just me being the teacher in a small conference room in my hometown of Las Vegas, to now having tens of thousands of students take our courses online uh, every year. And what was really cool about it is in 2016, just a few years ago, I ended up pitching the company Prep Expert on the very popular entrepreneurship show Shark Tank, and I closed a deal with billionaire Mark Cuban. Uh, and that totally transformed the business again. You know, it, it opened us up to getting millions of people to see the company and market the company. And it helped me learn a lot more about digital marketing. And we started implementing a lot of digital marketing at Prep Expert, which was amazing. And what I did with that was I was like, okay, we got really good at content marketing, PR and media uh, with Shark Tank and Forbes and Business Insider and all these great media outlets. We got really great with Facebook ads, Google AdWords, conversion optimization. I was like, well, why don't I help other entrepreneurs who want to learn more about how to t use digital marketing to take their businesses to the next level. And so I started a second company called Clear Hat Digital Marketing, and that offers courses on a variety of digital marketing techniques, everything from Facebook ads to webinar marketing to search engine optimization, et cetera. We built courses on how to do this because that's what I know how to do, which is create really effective courses for people. And we created a digital marketing agency as well. Now, with that is all while I was going in school to become a doctor. And so, you know, I, I graduated university, I graduated medical school, I'm currently in dermatology residency, and, you know, it was a lot of work over the past few years, but, you know, there's just uh, so much that I've been able to do, and I've been very fortunate that that hard work has really been able to pay off. Yeah. No, Sean, I think you should be doing a lot more than what you're doing. Only kidding. That is, <laughs> that is, uh, that's quite incredible. So I think a, a big part, and there's a lot to unpack here because there's just so many great, great uh, lessons that we can learn from your journey is it started with something that you did, right? And, and, and a challenge that you had, you had to prepare 
a prep class, right? Which you had success in, and then you could teach that to others of how to have the same level of success that you had into that. Then obviously that got you on the the show Shark Tank, got you a deal with Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban is very, very good um, with digital marketing. You got to experience and learn everything firsthand, and now you're sharing that additional skill through a, a, a new company. So mm-hmm. there's a lot to learn there, you know, folks listening that you could look at the things that you're struggling with, challenges that you've overcome. There's a lot of people that might have similar issues and problems and challenges that, that listeners have listening and you could share and help other people have mm-hmm. success with those. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, for me, I never really understood the importance of digital marketing for a long time. I had my business for many years and we never spent a dollar on marketing. Luckily, the business was still doubling in revenue year over year because in all honesty, the product is your best marketing. You know, Um, if your customers are telling other people about your products and services, that means you're generating great positive word of mouth. Uh, you know, that was what can drive business growth. But if you want to um, take it to the next level, you know, you should basically pour fuel on that fire by adding digital marketing. And once I did that, I mean, the results I saw were incredible. And uh, the results that other entrepreneurs should see from adding digital marketing to their businesses, to their products and services, uh, can really change someone's life, change someone's business forever. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I know a lot of folks are going to want to know more about Shark Tank. So tell us a little bit what that experience was, the whole experience of getting onto the show, uh, pitching in front of those guys, what what did you feel? What was the atmosphere like? Uh, mm-hmm. Were you nervous? Did you you know you obviously had a great company and a great product there, and um, you know you've touched a little bit on how your life has changed from a business standpoint, but also a personal standpoint. How 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 did that change? Why don't you uh, give us a little bit more information? Yeah, absolutely. So Shark Tank for those who've never seen the show is basically a very popular American television show where entrepreneurs pitch their businesses to wealthy investors for um, equity in the company. And so oftentimes the investors are billionaires or, or, you know, ultra wealthy. And so, you know, one day I was just a fan of the show, like many of the listeners here, and I was watching the show and a light bulb just went off in my head. You know, I was like, you know what? I have a really great business that's been doubling in revenue year over year. I would love to uh, get the investment from a shark to grow this business faster. I would love to, uh, you know, get the exposure of Shark Tank to market the business from a PR and media perspective. And so, you know, what I started to research was, you know, how do you get onto Shark Tank? And what I learned was, about 50,000 entrepreneurs apply to be on Shark Tank every single year, and approximately 150 to 200 end up airing on television. So it's pretty slim odds. But, you know, I did see that they were having auditions in New York City, and I wasn't too far from there at the time. So I said, you know, what's the worst that could happen? I went ahead and I was like, I don't have much to lose. I'll, you know, worst thing is I lose a day of my time. But I went over 
uh, to the New York City for the Shark Tank auditions. I stood in line for nine hours with 500 other entrepreneurs to essentially pitch a producer uh, a one-minute quick pitch on my business on why I should be on Shark Tank. You know, and I thought actually, the funny story is, I thought the pitch was going horribly because the producer had this like stone cold look on his face. It seemed like he was totally uninterested while I was pitching my business to him. I was like, oh, I've been in the New York Times. I've had done a million dollars in revenue. And, you know, this business is, um, you know, I'm a perfect SAT scorer and it's great. And what was so funny was at the very end of my pitch, I pulled out my SAT prep book that I had written for McGraw-Hill from behind me and I saw his eyes totally light up. All of a sudden he was interested, he was curious because I was a published author and that was really, really impressive to him. And, you know, he saw my face on the cover of the book and he couldn't really believe it. And so, you know, what goes, what it really shows you is that authority is so, so important for an entrepreneur or for any business. So whether it's starting a blog, writing a book, starting a podcast, that authority can help you so, so much. Because if I don't, if I never wrote that book, uh, I don't think I would have actually been on Shark Tank because that producer all of a sudden was so impressed with my SAT preparation book. And so, um, you know, within a couple of months of auditioning, you know, I went through uh, um, some more paper applications, a video audition, but within a couple of months, Shark Tank was flying me out to Los Angeles, California to pitch the sharks. And, you know, it was a grueling process. I prepped, you know, I'm a prepper, as people haven't uh, figured that out by now. I spent hundreds of hours preparing for my Shark Tank pitch. And what was so funny is when I finally walked in the tank to pitch the sharks, all of that preparation went out the window. (laughs) You know, it was like I, I was just in the zone, in the moment answering questions honestly as best I could and, you know, really uh, making the best case I could for the sharks to invest in my business. And I was actually in there for an hour and a half. They only show about 15 minutes of the most entertaining parts on television. But what's really interested for those that want to watch my uh, Shark Tank segment, I have a pretty fun one because the sharks all hate me. (laughs) And (laughs) the reason they hated me was because I was a student. I was in medical school at the time and I had a business. So, you know, at one point, Lori Grenier asks me, you know, Sean, do you want to be a doctor or do you want to be an entrepreneur? And, you know, I didn't really have a good answer for her. I had a confused look on my face. I wish I could go back and say, you know, I really want to do both. I believe I can be both a physician and an entrepreneur and it's going to work. But they all loved the business, but they hated the fact that I wasn't a full-time entrepreneur. Uh, And, you know, finally at the end of the pitch, Mark Cuban, who was the shark that I wanted to get, um, turns to me and he's like, Basically, he talks to me about the hard work that I've put in and how he's been impressed with it and how he sees me doing other businesses in the future. And he's willing to invest in this one as well as other businesses in the future, which was the ultimate compliment to me. 
And so I ended up securing a deal with Mark Cuban, which was amazing. So I went from, you know, having the lowest confidence in the world when all of the sharks were going out on me, telling me why I couldn't be a doctor, um, telling me why I can't be a doctor and an entrepreneur. And then all of a sudden, Mark Cuban gives me a deal at the very, very end of the pitch. And so it was really a dream come true. And as you said, you know, working with Mark Cuban not only has changed my business, um, you know, we did a million dollars before Shark Tank in revenue, and we've done $20 million in revenue after Shark Tank. So, I mean, it's 20x the business, but, you know, working with Mark Cuban on a personal level has been amazing. I've learned a lot from them. We've done multiple events together. We have a Shark Tank update coming out on the newest season of Shark Tank this year that we filmed in Las Vegas. Um, you know, he's taught me a lot about business. He's helped me a lot about with business and everything from accounting to negotiating license deals to um, digital marketing. And, uh, you know, I couldn't be more and more thankful to have a mentor like Mark Cuban. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. And um, I remembered your episode. It's funny. I, it's one of the shows that I don't watch a lot of TV at all. And sometimes, you know, I grab a, a couple of episodes of Shark Tank because it is highly entertaining. And there's some, some pretty good stuff there. And I do remember <laughs> seeing you on there. So, um, yeah, great. Now, for my listeners, one, the thing that the topic that we wanted to cover, and I think this is very, very powerful. Um, is how to build a seven-figure side hustle without quitting your full-time job. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the, because everyone has to start somewhere. I mean, you were doing, I, I don't know how many thing, different things. I lost track of <laughs> counting how many things you were doing at one stage. But folks can start small. I think in the United States too, that, um, you know, and this is what I love about the U.S. is the mindset. You know, um, they they want to go big. And, and um, what feeds into this sometimes is that, the media, especially financial media, is not, it doesn't give you the full picture, right? So it doesn't tell you, it tells you that Steve Jobs and uh, Steve Wozniak sat in a garage and built Apple computers. What they don't tell you is the hours that Steve Jobs, for example, spent during his day job mm-hmm. at Atari mm-hmm. and what Steve Wozniak was working very long hours at IBM. And mm-hmm. then in their part time, they were building and just trying to figure this out. And then it took them years. It's not very sexy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you have a, a strategy that you wanted to share with our listeners of how to start a side hustle and grow it. Um, and eventually, as you mentioned, have it scale over seven figures. Mm-hmm. Um, and this all doing it while still maintaining their, their, their full-time job. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I really wanted to share this with listeners because I know how risky it is to, um, you know, step away from your day job uh, for a business that may or may not work. Um, And, you know, I wanted to share with listeners that have full-time regular day jobs, how they might be able to start a business that starts making more and more money that eventually they might be able to leave their job uh, for the business because it's generating six or seven figures. And so, you know, the first principle is, is do what you know. And so people always ask, you know, what kind of side business should I start? Well, you know, billionaire Warren Buffett has said that he's a successful investor because he stays within the realms of what he knows. This could not be truer when it comes to entrepreneurship. You know, the first rule is do what you know. One of the biggest mistakes I see entrepreneurs make is attempting to enter an industry that they're not familiar with. 
if they don't have knowledge of an industry, you, you know, you're already shooting yourself in the foot before you even start the race. You know, these days, everyone hears these buzzwords, whether it's cryptocurrency or artificial intelligence, um, you know, and people think they're going to become millionaires if they enter one of those industries. And the first thing I, I tell that person is you have to spend hundreds, if not thousands of hours learning that topic extremely well in order to have a competitive advantage before you can start a business in it. So, you know, I'm guessing that a lot of people are going to start side hustles in things that A, are related to their day job because they understand it so well, or B, that they've worked at extremely hard in their life, maybe some other hobby or something like that. But first off, look at within the realms of what you know in order to pick a side hustle. You're listening to The Cashflow Ninja, the show helping people all over the world create monthly cash flow and achieve freedom today, not in 10, 20, 30, and or 40 years. This is a show where cash is not king, but cash flow is king. We will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Kings, queens, and royal families, along with the nobility and ultra-rich, have warehoused and stored their wealth for centuries in gold and silver, art, land, and real estate. These assets have stood the test of time through centuries and have been a great place to preserve and protect their wealth. Like gold, silver, land, and real estate, art has been around for centuries and will be around for many, many more centuries. That's why the ultra-rich will continue to invest in art and preserve their wealth in art. While the S&P declined 5.1% in 2018, the art market returned 10.6% and was called the best investment of 2018 by the Wall Street Journal. Masterworks is the first company to allow investors to buy shares of great blue-chip art masterpieces by artists like Picasso, Monet, and Warhol. You can get set up on their platform at cashflowninja.com forward slash art. My friend Dave Zook from The Real Asset Investor says, you can be conventional or you can be wealthy. Pick one. The Real Asset Investor team creates value for investors looking for higher yield returns from ATM machines and cell storage investments. Their syndications offer attractive investment opportunities that produce strong cash flow, equity growth, huge tax incentives. They are truly passive and managed by a world-class team. To learn more about the exciting investment opportunities the Real Aston Investor offers, such as their ATM and Stealth Storage syndications, please visit cashflowninja.com forward slash Real Asset Investor. You're listening to The Cashflow Ninja, the show helping people all over the world create monthly cash flow and achieve freedom today, not in 10, 20, 30, and or 40 years. This is a show where cash is not king, but cash flow is king. Now let's return to our interview. Absolutely. And then in the next step, you talk about different types of side hustles that you could start, obviously physical products being one and service one. You are leaning towards a service-based company. Uh, what What are some of your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think especially if it's a side hustle and not your main business, you should start a service-based company rather than a product-based company. You know, should you create a product or a service? And my answer is a service because it's much less capital intensive and has a higher probability of success than a product-based business for the solopreneur, you know, the person that's working by themselves, the person that's working on a side hustle. 
Um, you know, but what services should you sell? Well, you should sell the things like you, like I talked about before within the realms of what you know. But let's say, you know, you're a chef and you have expertise in specific cooking techniques. You can write a book. You can do some consulting. You can start a food blog. You can become an influencer, create an online course. You know, these are all service-based businesses that start around your passion or what you're good at in order to get your side hustle off the ground. And these days, you know, with online web tools, it makes it so, so cheap to record online courses, to deliver your consulting services, um, you know, online to anyone in the world, et cetera. So, you know, there's just no excuse not to use online tools in order to scale your service-based business. Yeah, absolutely. And let's talk a little bit about the opportunity in online education. I mean, what a, what a massive industry that is and um, will continue to be because the speed that we have to learn at, I mean, the school system, I guess what I'm trying to say is not keeping up with the rapid pace and the increasing pace of technology and the world changing that quickly. So, you know, you're going to have to learn skills online and this has already exploded. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, both of my businesses are in the online education space. And for that reason, you know, a lot of universities are moving too slow now. So we need people with expertise creating great content and teaching people that content. Um, So online education, you know, is huge because there are literally billions of people out there who want to understand, want to learn from your expertise. But again, you don't forget the first principle, which is do what you know and become an expert in order to be able to enter the online education space. Then you're talking about, um, you know, you're going to have to, you're going to have to hustle and grind a little bit to get this off the ground. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. You're definitely someone that could speak to that. Absolutely. You know, um, you know, I think the next principle I, I love to tell people is never trade time for money. You know, trading hours for dollars will never lead to significant wealth. You only have 8,760 hours in a year, and much of that is spent sleeping. So you have to set up revenue streams that produce income even when you sleep. And so, you know, passive income is the key to real wealth. Uh, approximately 70% of the world's billionaires created their own businesses. So starting a side hustle is probably the most common way to generate passive income. So, you know, with that in mind, you know, some ideas to generate a passive income stream with a side hustle without having to quit your day job. Um, You know, there's three that have worked for me and we kind of touched about them already. But one is write a book. Um, you know, I love uh, book royalties. It's a great way. It's not um, often the biggest thing uh, that will generate income for you, but it's a great way to generate a little bit of passive income if you do it well. And then the second part of that is, as I mentioned before, writing a book adds so much authority to the other businesses you may start, whether it's a consulting business or like for me, it helped me get on Shark Tank because I wrote a book. The second is create videos. You know, if you if you don't if you think writing is too hard or too boring, um, you could create content for YouTube, and YouTube ad revenue can also be used as a source of royalties um, to make passive income. 
And the third is one we, we really have already talked about, which is develop an online course. If you're an expert in a particular field, you should definitely create an online course and then establish authority through that book, through that blog, through that podcast, et cetera, to sell your online course. Great, great. And then the, um, the automation comes in, right? So can you speak a little bit about automating this? Now, now you've, you've, you, you've done what you know. You've, you're in a service-based company. Uh, you've developed different revenue streams. And now the automation comes into play. Yeah, yeah. So before we can automate, the, the next thing we actually have to do is add 40 hours to your work week to practically be able to do all this. Because like you said in the beginning, you know, no one talks about all the hard work that Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak put in. And I was just watching the Bill Gates documentary recently about, you know, how he used to work 80 to 100 hour weeks. So you've got to find the time outside your day job to do a lot of this. So the way that I do it really is, is you know, I work on weekends often. You know, treat your weekends like weekdays for your side business. If you work eight hours a day on the two days you have off from your day job, you can add 16 hours a week to your new business. Um, You may need to sleep less. And I know people don't like to hear that, but you might have to reduce your sleep from eight hours to six hours. And um, that'll add an additional 14 hours a week and then work after hours. You know, Uh, today I came home from my day job, which is being a physician. And I'm doing this podcast. I'm, I work a couple hours after work in order to add another 10 or so hours to my work week. And by adding that all together, I'm adding 40 additional hours on top of my day job in order to work on my side hustles and businesses. And so that's how you practically do it. But then the next step, as you talked about, is to then automate a lot of that. And and we sort of touched upon this in the beginning, which is, you know, digital marketing has changed the game in terms of how you can scale your business, how you can market it to millions of people. And so, you know, as long as you're putting in the work and the effort, you can make it a little bit easier through automation with digital marketing. Um, And, you know, 50 years ago, creating a passive income was really difficult because you had to build a business, you'd have to invest in infrastructure, a location, you were limited by hours and your physical location. But now the internet makes it virtually uh, free to open a store that's open 24 hours a day to, you know, a customer base of seven and a half billion people. And so scalability through the internet has made it easier than ever to avoid trading time for money. And so uh, what I would recommend is to implement an end-to-end digital marketing strategy. You know, many entrepreneurs can build great products and services, but the sales don't match because no one knows about their businesses. You know, so you have to use digital marketing channels such as Facebook and Instagram advertisements, content marketing, Google AdWords, if you want to really make money in your sleep. So to scale your side business, you know, some of the digital marketing strategies I use, uh, one huge one that is really popular is Facebook ads. You know, they're a low cost way to acquire customers because billions of people are on the social network and the platform makes it possible to target the exact demographic for your business. My businesses constantly make a three to five X return on investment using Facebook ads. Um, Another one that I really love uh, are automated webinars. You know, a couple of years ago, I decided to start using automated webinars in my businesses because my time is limited. I, I am a physician. Uh, I can't run a live webinar every single day. So I use a software called EverWebinar where I can pre-record a webinar, have it shown to potential customers all day, every day without me lifting a finger. 
and my automated webinars have generated millions of dollars in sales for my companies. So, you know, those are just a couple of ways to automate with digital marketing. Yeah, absolutely. And you've touched on PR, public relations and uh, media exposure and so forth. And obviously, I mean, it doesn't get better for any entrepreneur than being featured on the Shark Tank and uh, obviously receiving a follow-up feature too <laughs> in the future. What are some ways that you can share how folks can generate millions of dollars in free PR and media? Yeah, absolutely. You know, getting exposure through media outlets is a great way to build your brand and get customers without having to spend a dime. But you have to know the right way to pitch the media. You know, I've been able to get in every major news outlet, whether it's Forbes, Huffington Post, Business Insider, New York Times, Bloomberg, etc. But not because I'm like, hey, you guys should talk about Prep Expert or you guys should talk about Clear Hat. What you have to remember when you're pitching media and you're an entrepreneur is reporters don't care about your business. You know, they, they, they could care less, but they do care about a good story to tell their audience, some good information to give their audience. So, for example, if I were to pitch for Clear Hat Digital Marketing, my company, um, to a media outlet, I wouldn't pitch, you know, um, you know, here, tell, tell your audience about Clear Hat Digital Marketing, the best digital marketing company in the world. That's not how you pitch your pitch reporters. What I would say is the four best digital marketing techniques entrepreneurs should be using in 2020. Now that gets a reporter interested because they want to know what those four tips are for digital marketing that they can share with their audience to help other entrepreneurs. And for you, you become an expert in authority. You get your link in Forbes, you get your link in Inc. Magazine or whatever it may be. And that helps build your SEO, helps build your authority, gets you free promotion because your website will be in the article link. But don't pitch your business, pitch a great story. Yeah. Yeah, ab absolutely. Now, you have, uh, I mean, you're very, very busy and you've had a lot of success with these these businesses. And uh, a lot of this stuff is stuff playing into some of the biggest trends that, that's out there. So you're studying a lot of stuff, you're learning, you're reading. And I'm always fascinated to see what wealthy and very successful people are studying and learning currently. Uh, what, are you, what are you studying and learning? Absolutely. You know, what was so interesting is that before when I was in school, I actually, um, you know, didn't like reading that much because it was always assigned reading. And, you know, it was these novels that I wasn't really that interested in. But it wasn't until after I got out of college or university that I started um, taking um, a lot more interest in reading because I got to choose my own books. And I st started reading a lot about entrepreneurship. I started reading a lot about self-help. Um, and so, you know, for me, what I'm really interested in reading about now, now these days are in investments and investing. There's a great book that I just read called Financial Freedom by Grant Sabier. 
Um, it's amazing because while I've been really good at making money over the past few years, I haven't been the best at investing it and making my money work for me and using that capital to essentially generate even more passive income through dividends, interest, and appreciation. And so investing is definitely something that every person should be thinking about especially if you have any kind of savings at all. Um, and if you don't have any savings, you need to start working on savings because investments are um, going to serve you so much. You know, that's one of the biggest passive income strategies I should, um, you know, that I failed to mention today, which are, are just dividends and interest, you know, put your money in a high yield savings account um, that can earn you 2% plus interest rather than in a checking account. I mean, that's a simple strategy just to start generating some more passive income. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it definitely is completely uh, opposite skill sets mm-hmm. of making money than actually and keeping money and multiplying money, right? Mm-hmm. So um, now core message in our shows to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. And so, uh, you know, I think that um, I've got three life mon- like life lessons or what I call mantras uh, that I, I really um, live by. And, you know, I think w- the first one is really important in the world of Instagram and social media is nothing is as it seems. Um, You know, and I think that's an important one for future generations because everyone is playing the comparison game and just know that online, um, you know, nothing is as it seems and uh, your life is just as good as anyone else's. Um, The second one is um, from David Meltzer. I love this one, which is change uh, your mindset from I have to do this to I get to do this. Um, And that will totally change your day. You no longer have chores to do, but you have opportunities. And the third one is to live enthusiastically in the now. Um, You know, enjoy every moment of your life. It's so easy to think about the past or think about the future that we forget about the now. And so live enthusiastically every day and every moment in the now. Absolutely. Uh, Now, Sean, where can listeners learn more about you? Where can they follow you and where can they stay informed of all the projects that you're involved with? Absolutely. For entrepreneurs who are looking for digital marketing courses, check out clearhatmarketing.com. You can email me directly at my first name, Sean, S-H-A-A-N, at prep, P-R-E-P, expert.com. And then finally, for anyone who's looking to better their lives or uh, learn more about entrepreneurship and wealth strategies, some of which I touched on today, check out my book. It's called Self-Made Success, 48 Secret Strategies to Live Happier, Healthier, and Wealthier. Find Self-Made Success by Sean Patel on Amazon. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and providing so much value for my listeners. This was a blast having you on, my friend. And, um, you know, uh, thank you so much for coming on again and connecting. Absolutely, MC. It was an absolute pleasure. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic 
market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion-dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments for number of solutions at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. Thank you again for joining me on the Cashflow Ninja. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here, please subscribe, rate, and write a review for our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at CashflowNinja.com. I want to thank you for spending your most precious resource with me today, your time. Until next time, my friend, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.